0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellows. Here's your two favorite people, Cameron and Tyler. Tyler, how are we doing today? Hey, you know
1: what? It's time to talk football, and I cannot wait. Yes,
0: Ty, I'm going to start you off quick. Quick question here. Oh, boy. How's that middle school basketball team you're coaching going? Shoot.
1: (laughs) Okay. We'll keep this. We'll, I'll give you the spark nose version. All right, beautiful. Game on Thursday. Perfect. It's Thursday. We do not have a base offense. <laughs> we have set plays, but when our set plays don't work out because the defense is too good or whatever reason, mm-hmm. we have no other like offense to go into. Street ball. <laughs> So part of me, you know, we have practice uh, today, you know, because y'all are listening on Wednesday for us practice tomorrow is solely going to be dedicated to getting just the base of the, or the basics of the base offense down. Right. Perfect. Worst case scenario on Thursday, I may just say, screw it. Just
0: get open, do something. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I like it. I like it. That's the way I mean, that was the exact way my football team was. It was we went to our first scrimmage and the first six snaps, we fumbled four of them. I was like, oh, I thought we were going to have fun, but we can't even get a snap off. So it's a little different kind of game right now. <laughs> a little, little. yeah, that's that's probably
1: been the biggest part for me to adjust to is the uh, I mean, this is not a knock on the kids at all. No, but you, you I mean you and I we played high school Sports which Mm -hmm. is I mean Yes there's college athletes and stuff but to us High school sports was Our livelihoods yeah And when you Have played sports all your life Up until high school your expectations Are just kind of Set at a Reasonably high bar Yeah and Then when you get into middle school you Got to remember wait (laughs) Uh we are still getting to where high school is. Yeah. So just dry, trying to like meet them where they are and to yeah. say like, okay, I know this is going to be a little more difficult, but I promise you, if you actually focus and you listen, mm-hmm. which I've learned at this point, it's a, it's a, you're fighting a losing
0: battle. Yeah. Trying to tell a middle schooler to listen up. Yep. I Not. i <laughs> i've learned that no not not to you're not ripping on your kids That's just a genuine fact about middle school kids is that they just in one ear at another <laughs> yeah. that is an all-encompassing fact on every middle schooler ever like i will i uh a quick story we were, we're walking through a play yesterday mm-hmm.
1: and basically i've told the kids at practice like okay you are the one you are a point guard you are rotating with this person, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Occasionally, you will be playing the two, right? You'll be a guard or something like that, right? Yep. So you have to know okay, when I'm on the court, I am this player. This is my role for these plays, right? Yeah. So we run through it and then we rotate, right? So you go to like your secondary positions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And not like, not even like five seconds after I say go. Wait, what do I do? What, where am I supposed to go? Like, oh, no, no. All right, back, back to square one. Here, here, where we go. Yeah, that's rough. (laughs) I'm sorry, Ty. (laughs) It's gonna be, hey, at at this point, I'm just looking for progress. Yep, yep, that's that's
0: all you can hope for. That's all about wins and losses, it's about progress. That's all I'm hoping for. Gotta love it. All <laughs> right. Well, let's jump into some news. News from this week. Um, this week sucked for me. I want to be honest. You got decimated. I was. I was sitting with a lineup where I had Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Now I'm sitting here thinking I got an easy walk through the playoffs because my wide receivers are Keenan, Allen, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey. So right before the week started, let me paint this picture. I have DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery as my running backs as well. So I'm sitting with four awesome RBs. Mm-hmm. Well, I trade Swift to Tyler for Devontae Adams. I also gave up. I had to give up um, Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham, and I got Jerry Judy back. But that's kind of a consolation prize at best. Um, and so, and the reason I did it is because I was like, well, I got four running backs. I can only start three at best. Devontae Adams is an awesome receiver, so I wanted him. So, I probably overpaid a little bit, but you know, it was worth it to me at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, so I lost DeAndre Swift. I mean, he, he would be out this he's probably gonna be out this week, anyways. But then, so I'm thinking, all right, I got three running backs. At the very least, you know, McCaffrey gets hurt or Cook gets hurt. One of them gets hurt, you know, I'm fine because then I got the other one, Montgomery. No, McCaffrey's out for the season and Cook is out for at least two weeks, maybe more. So now I'm sitting here this week with David Montgomery and Javante Williams and Rashad Bateman at my flex, because Devonte Adams is on bye in a must win game to make the playoffs. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> to say I am upset is an understatement. And then in are other, in our dynasty league, I'm playing Lucas, right? Lucas, <laughs> Lucas's team has, has really struggled with injuries this whole year. All everybody, right. everybody. And he's just been, and he, I mean, he's got, he's, got a rough record he's starting to build for the future and he he's got a good team for the future mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking all right I should I just gotta win so lock up this first round bye uh no how about I forget to put Cordero Patterson in my starting lineup and I leave him on my bench and I lose to Lucas oh that was just so frustrating also in that league I have Darren Waller who is now week to week and I have Chris McCaffrey just getting crushed
1: yeah. In in fairness, that league you are miles ahead of everyone else, <laughs> so you could afford a game. You know, I can
0: I could afford to give up a game there. But yeah, so it, in summer summary, this week we lost McCaffrey for the season, Cook for a couple games at the very least. Hmm. We lost um, Swift probably for a game, is what it's sounding like. Uh, Debo Samuel for one to two games with a groin strain. Um, anyone else I'm forgetting how oh, there's, and there's another big one. Zeke, Zeke may miss a week if they decide to give him a rest, but it sounds Man. like they're just going to give him a limited yep. amount of work. Uh, Dan Arnold out on IR. Your tight end. My tight end who I started in two weeks, got hurt on the first drive. Very happy about that. Um, other than that, no other injuries that I can remember. I think none none are coming. You know, Melvin Gordon had a scare on the first like play of the game but he came right back. So I'll say this also about Melvin Gordon.
1: I'm not going to sit here and say that we wish, you know, hurt upon people, but I'm pretty sure all three of us our hopes went through the roof when we saw an update saying that Melvin Gordon was on the sidelines. Yeah. Because I think all of us in one league or another have Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like, that's perfect. Because of all the other running back injuries that were, that I guess, that have uh, transpired over yeah. the season.
0: And then he goes back in, I'm pretty sure, like, very next drive. <laughs> yeah, he was awful. It was <laughs> terrible. Um, or I shouldn't say he's awful. He's, he's annoying. Um, no. is what he is. Yes. <laughs> so with that, let's just, let's just transition real quick into our, uh, breakdown. Sorry. That's oh. why I'm like, was out of it on that last comment. Um, let's <laughs> <was> try <trying> to <laughs> pull it up. Multitasking. Uh, Multitasking. yeah. Not working too well. <laughs> All right. So we get, we'll we start. You broke. Did you break down the Thursday games? Uh, from, uh, Thanks, let's Eddie. see. I'm trying to remember. Cause you you um, did not post friday night right oh so uh, so here's here's the thing
1: i recorded on friday night yep but it never got uploaded
0: oh no which i think we
1: have a legitimate excuse of just saying we were with family
0: yeah for <laughs> sure we
1: were all like doing stuff with family so yeah apologies for that but i'm trying to think back to that i think i just briefly touched on them right. not like soup anything in depth or anything
0: all right well let's we'll, we'll just fly through these games then um yeah. and we'll hit the bare minimum uh bears and lions uh an awful game uh very Notice- how does Annie Dalton
1: throw the ball 39 times and you've got a running back by the name of David Montgomery against one of the worst run defenses yep. in
0: the league? And he has a 2.7 run or average. Right. Uh, so like, how I'm does that abysmal. make any sense? Um, nothing great on the Lions side um, of the ball. We'll start there because I, I got there's some decent things on the Bears side. Jamal Williams is a uh, definite pickup if Swift misses time, he'll take over. To. Um, Hawkinson. Hawkinson was relevant because he scored a touchdown, but still only three catches. Again, yeah. Um, a little nerve wracking. On the Bears side, like we said, Montgomery is a real disappointment. Montgomery was one of those guys we thought was having an awesome week. The guy who did have an awesome week was Darnell Mooney. Another hundred mm-hmm. yard week on only five catches. He is open all the time. He is um making big plays with subpar QB play. He Lucas Luke posted on our TikTok on, I guess, today, Tuesday for us, that he's a potential league winner, and I have to agree with him.
1: The way that, the way that things have been going, yeah. you, can't, you can't deny the fact that he's just been putting up crazy numbers. Yeah,
0: his efficiency sucks. It does. It he does. Has, he has more targets than Jamar Chase and less receptions than Marvin Jones. And it's just, I mean, you're just like, what? How, how, is how, that does possible? That, how does that make sense? But he's putting, he's still, I mean, he's getting 20 yards a, a catch in these last couple of games. And I think eventually you got to assume that the efficiency is going to catch up just a little bit because he's open all the time. He really is. And he's a special player when he gets the ball. Yeah. And so if, mean, you could, yeah. if your trade deadline has not passed, he would, he would be a target.
1: Yeah. But I think the other thing too, though, with Darnell Mooney, really, I guess, any
0: Bears player, you don't sell the farm on any of these guys. No, 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 no. It's if you can kind of get them quickly. Right. Um, Moving on to the next game. Uh, This was kind of a thriller. Uh, Raiders and Cowboys. Lucas had the stat 28 penalties for 280 yards.
1: Mind. (sighs)
0: Yeah. Ross. Yep. Well, at least we know who ran the game. Um, the ref. <laughs> the refs did. <laughs> um, so the Cowboys side of the ball, Dak Prescott, he had, he had a good game for fantasy. Um, yeah. Would have probably hoped for another touchdown with how many yards he had, 375 yards, but right, two touchdowns, still put up 26 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Pollard and Zeke split about 50-50. Um mm-hmm. Zeke had enough work in the passing game and the touchdown to still keep him 16 points fantasy relevant. Uh, depending on how your league scoring, for us, Pollard had a good game because of the kickoff return. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, uh, you sir. started both of them, didn't you? I did. Uh, Ty was almost <laughs> right. He said Tony Pollard might be a better start than Ezekiel Elliott, and I think he missed it in our league by like .1. Um, so <laughs> I'm
1: just saying. You no, know, he
0: was there. Uh, both Gallup and, uh, Wilson was his first name. Cedric Cedric, Cedric Wilson, Wilson had over a hundred yards receiving. I, I was ready for this game to be a dud from deck. And then he came out and was like, Nope, I'm gonna throw 375 yards. without either of my top passing weapons.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, he showed, he showed exactly why, like he is so highly regarded as a top quarterback. Yeah. It's just a shame that the defense just could not
0: like, mm-hmm. stop anything. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs played well. Uh, I think 20 fantasy points, 80 yards and yeah. a touchdown, a little bit of work in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro tie. How do, how, where do you think he finishes from here on out? Do you think he's a top 20 wide receiver from here on out?
1: Shoot. He had eight uh-huh. catches,
0: 134 yards in this one.
1: Yeah, I think the, the hardest part is trying to figure out now how defenses will play against him, knowing that Waller is out, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean their starting lineup, I guess. <laughs> I you know, if we're gonna go in, what is it? 11 personnel.
0: Yeah,
1: is that what it's three receivers, one running back, one oh, tight end? Don't ask me, I don't remember. I think that's what it is because the, the Rams run. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we're going off of that personnel,
0: mm.
1: how the Raiders prefer to set up Jacobs in the back. Waller is a tight end on the outside. They prefer, they would prefer to have Brian Edwards and Zay Jones work on the outside and have Hunter Renfro work from the slot or even DJ. Right. Right. And I, yeah, DJ had himself a game too. So it, it, I want, I think his floor is still flex Mm -hmm. territory. Uh, But like I said, it, Maybe let's take a look at their schedule while coming up. I mean, they've got, oh shoot, uh, they've got Washington this week. Yum. Then they've got the Chiefs. Yeah, then they've got the Browns, the Broncos, the Colts, and the Chargers.
0: Mm-hmm. I so, really
1: think for the next three games, he could put up fifteen-ish points.
0: Yeah, you listen to this target volume since I mean this is all year. He went 97688589949. Nine, nine. That's his targets over the year. And his last his last 5 games he's had at least 7 catches in 4 of the 5. Now, this is this is his first game posting over 60 yards mm-hmm. in that stretch. But still the the thing that he's getting 7 catches a game. I mean I mean, that keeps you fantasy relevant.
1: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt.
0: Um, moving over to the Bills and Saints game, this game was just not fun. Um, I, I, I shouldn't say that. For the first half, it looked like it was going to be a defensive battle, and then Josh Allen started actually playing football. Um, right. <laughs> the Saints, we'll start with the Saints side because they're just gross. Get them all the way. Uh, they had no Camara and no Ingram, and it showed. Yeah. Uh, Simeon was not good. Uh sounds like Taysom Hill is going to be starting this week. That was news that we forgot. Oh, uh, yeah. He he is, if he's in, he's relevant for fantasy um, because he will get a goal line touch on right. <laughs> I mean, that's it's, literally it. Yeah, um, Tony Jones Jr., we were all kind of, I shouldn't say we were all, I, I think I was a little skeptical, but there was a lot of people who were excited. You they know, were the, all in on him. They were yeah. all in on him. And he was 16 carries for 27 yards. <laughs> he had a point in the game where he was 12 carries for 10 yards yeah it's like awful i
1: think think some people yes jonathan taylor did just run all over the bills but again that's jonathan taylor yeah he's a different breed right he ran on the box right right so i don't again some people just went all in on tony jones none of us did Mm. we were all very confused when we saw people doing that right yeah we're like Hold, hold, hold the phone. Hold <laughs> on. Do we really think the Saints are going to keep pace with the Bills to actually feed him the ball? And I mean, the fact that he still got 16 carries in this kind of game. Yeah. Shows
0: just how desperate they were for literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> but you're running into the Bills. Yep. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, Josh Allen, 264 and 2. I felt I feel he's not played that great this year. And he's – I think he's pretty comfortably quarterback one right now in fantasy. Um, he just says he's continually good. I mean, he just puts up touchdowns is what it's been, and then he's got a decent rushing floor, adds an extra four points a week because um, yeah. he had – I mean, he had eight carries for 43 yards on the ground. Um, he's their best running back right now, too. Um, and that's not because he's a great rushing quarterback. It's just because their running backs are awful. Uh, Singletary, 15 carries for 44 yards. Brita. Nine carries 26 yards. Uh Diggs. Is he a top five wide receiver rest of season? Say that again, sorry. Is Diggs a top five wide receiver rest of season? Ooh. Um I think so. Yeah.
1: They've got the Patriots twice. They've got the Buccaneers. Uh oh, and they have the Panthers.
0: So they're gonna have to throw the ball. They will have to throw the ball. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Diggs is a tough five play rest of the year. For sure. Is Knox are you locking him back into your lineups if you have absolutely. him? Yep. absolutely for I I mean this game against the Saints was a very curious game. He only had three catches and two of those for, for touchdowns. Yeah. Which, like, you know, hindsight, you'll take it. Right, yeah. any 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 week you would take that. Um, but it just seems like um knocks and digs are Allen's like preferred targets oh, in yeah, the red zone. When
0: push comes to shove, he's gonna have to hit one of those two. Yep. I like it. Uh next we have the Joe Mixon show, baby. Uh you can just take this one. <laughs> a 41 to 10 <laughs> route of the Steelers. Uh Joe Burrow only had 190 yards passing, but that's because he didn't need to throw the ball. Mixon had 28 rushes for 165 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, I love the sleep wrap because it kept going Joe Mixon, 20-yard rush, Joe Mixon 20 yard rush. And I mean, they just kept giving the ball. The surprise of this one. Um, I shouldn't say the price. Oh, Joe Mixon also had four catches. So if you're PPR, you were really happy with 32 points. Mm-hmm. The surprise of this one was which wide receiver was that popped off? And this time it was T Higgins. Six catches, 114 yards, and a touchdown. I th- think we said last week that you had to sit him. Um, you know, just or we we're getting close to that time where it's like hard to start him. I shouldn't say sit him, but it was like you're like right on that edge of I don't know if I can play him anymore because he just hadn't mm-hmm. been relevant. And then of course he comes out and just drops this. And he had another, I think he had a catch where he was tackled on the one, and yeah. so he could add two touchdowns. Uh Ty, I think you had told me that he saved your week this week. He did. <laughs> um, can't ask for much more than that. Uh, no, big, big T Higgins guy. Uh, I needed it big time. I mean, no,
1: I mean, at the moment, I or at that time, I had no other help going because I also had, I also had Waller who had gotten mm-hmm. hurt. Um, I am trying to remember. Oh, I had Elijah Moore in my flex, and I totally forgot that it's Zach Wilson and not, mm. you know, Joe Flacco or anyone like that. Yep. So <laughs> I needed help.
0: Yeah. Um. We'll come back to the other wide receiver in the Bengals. Um. But first, just touch on the Steelers. Najee Harris had an awful week. Um. But it's just a blip. He's. I mean, he's been so consistent. Other than that, so I think it's just one of those weeks you just shake off and you. Pretend like it didn't happen. Deontay Johnson proved why we love him. I mean, Big Ben looked awful. The whole team looked awful, and he still had 18 points with no touchdowns. I gotta love that. Claypool finally caught a big pass. Um, (laughs) Finally, and Pat Fryermuth, muth, (laughs) muth, muth, four catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown, Um, giving a 14 fantasy points PBR. Two questions I have for you. Okay. Okay. How scared are you about Jamar Chase right now? Is the
1: first one. Um, see, I I really need to say it more so, like I'm just scared for all Cincinnati receiving in general. Oh. I get that Higgins just had a big game, but the offense is now turned into the Joe Mixon offense. Mm. Um, and I think the other thing too, I this was in the pregame show. For Sunday night football, uh, but Mike Florio was talking about uh, a conversation that he had with Joe Burrow.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and he Florio had asked him pretty much, like, you know, you guys were this high flying, explosive offense before the break or before the bye week, and then after the bye week, it's just been all Joe Mixon, right? And Burrow pretty much had responded with, um, you know, all I'm trying to do is just do my part, mm-hmm. right? And and not forcing the big play and letting the big play come to me. Yeah. And I think that severely limits Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, because one, that's what, what, what Burrow's talking is very situational, mm-hmm. which means it can be any one of his receivers. Yeah. And – when you think back to the explosive offense that the Bengals were before the Joe Mixon show, Mm -hmm. it was Jamar chase catching deep routes or taking, you know, or catching the ball over the middle of the field and taking it to the house. Right. They don't need that anymore. Yeah. So that's I think, again, my concern is more so for the Bengals receiving core as a whole. Uh, I, you still have to play them. Yeah. Right. I think it's a much better. um, It's a much better situation that Seattle has currently. Right. So like you got
0: two really good ride receivers.
1: You have to play them both because any one of them can just turn up and go off for like 30.
0: Yeah. I think the thing that I'm, I'm with you on that uh, since the break the last two games, Mixon said 30 plus touches in each game. Mm-hmm. Um. They're going to the run, and it's been working. So I don't see them changing that. Uh, they're paying Mixon a lot of money for a running back, and so they're gonna they're gonna use him. Uh, the other thing about Chase is that that making me nervous. It's been four games now since we've seen over fifty receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been
1: a minute. I mean, it's been he's, a skid.
0: He he's he scored against Vegas, mm-hmm. but
1: that was within the ten right. Like it wasn't any anything that
0: we had seen yeah. in the past. Yeah, I'm actually gonna hold off my other question. I'll ask it later during another when we break down another game. Uh, okay. Next game was one of the ugliest performances we saw, and that was by the Panthers oh uh, playing the Dolphins when they just got destroyed. They lost ten to thirty-three. Cam Newton was yanked from this game after going five for twenty-one with two picks and under hundred yards passing. Um, McCaffrey was ten carries for thirty-five yards, and then he got hurt. Um D.J. Moore had four catches for 103 yards, but that was really just because of one big 66-yard pass. You know, and, I mean, it's – I would – I'm hitting the panic alarm on all Panthers players. I don't know about you, but I, I, I don't want any on my team.
1: I feel like you still have to keep Cam because I think Cam now still has – I mean, has even more potential for goal line oh, yeah. scores and stuff. Mm. I – <laughs> the worries – I mean, I shouldn't say the worries Mm -hmm. Um, the, the uh, no, I'll say that the, the fear of him being the quarterback in new England was just that he had no arm Mm -hmm. anymore. Right. I mean, every quarterback has an arm to to a certain extent, but cam Newton had severely dropped off in terms of like quality when it came to throwing the ball. That's showing back up now again in Carolina. Yes. I mean, what was it? What was the stat line when he got pulled? It was like five for 21 or something. Yeah.
0: Five for 21, 92 yards and two interceptions.
1: That's, that is horrible. Yeah. I think if it was any other team, uh, he would have gotten yanked much earlier.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They gave him a long leash and he still did that. Uh, on the other side of the ball, there was a very exciting rookie. Uh, Mr. Jalen Waddle, sure. really showing out this week. Nine catches, 137 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. Two had a decent game. Two, two. I mean, actually, not even that great. Two thirty and one. Um, and that was helped a lot. I mean, so helped with the yards went to Waddle.
1: Yeah, but the run game was huge in yep. this one. Yep,
0: Gaskin six carry, sixteen carries, forty nine yards, and two touchdowns. Philip Lindsey. Yeah, 12 carries and 42 yards. Does that that make you nervous if you have Gaskin on your team? That he had 12 carries? I wonder
1: how much of that... See, I didn't watch the game closely enough to know whether some of those carries were garbage-time carries.
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't either, so that might have been. That might have been
1: why, but um, I think you still play... I think if you're Gaskin... Owner, you yeah. still are so, I I confident's not the right word.
0: Yeah, you can't be confident
1: in him, no. but he, he at least Gaskin at least has receiving upside. Yes, Lindsay, Lin- has Lindsay never will sh- not take that. No, Lindsay has never shown that.
0: Yep, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, the I think all three of us really like Waddle the rest of the season, he's got good matchups coming up. Uh, he's a great player the only thing that makes me a little nervous is there are some whispers that Devontae parker might be on his way back from uh yeah, injury getting close so he was a target hog when he was playing the first couple of weeks obviously he's been hurt on and off the whole season so we don't know how that's going to impact when he does come back but that would be something to monitor with waddle with waddle mm-hmm. um but i mean waddle's the only receiver so there's definitely enough pie to pieces of the pie to go around well, yeah. And,
1: and and Miami has kind of gone. I guess Parker got hurt before Miami has kind of figured things out now. Yeah. I said, so I really, really doubt that it, Parker returning is going to have a super big impact on the offense and the way that they're going right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, because to put it simply, you just don't fix what ain't broke. Yeah. So. I think I think Parker still good for five or six targets a game for
0: sure, but he won't be the same target hog that he used to be
1: before he got
0: hurt. Yeah. All righty, let's go to the Eagles and Giants. Talk about another gross game. Um, there really isn't anyone good to talk about in this game. Uh, I'll start with the Giants. Daniel Jones, two two and one. Um, he has a he has a little neck. Yeah, issue. I got I got that sleeper alert. Not a sponsor <laughs> yet.
1: <laughs> dude that's not that, yet we get in
0: there getting um Galladay was their best receiver but still only three catches for 50 yards talk about a disappointment I was so high on Galladay I was one of the, like the few believers in Galladay in the beginning of the year and he has done nothing but let me down yeah um Saquon listen to this this dude had 13 carries for 40 yards he had a 32 yard rush in this game that means he was 12 for eight, eight. outside of that rush.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Talk
0: about a week-saving rush. Um, yeah, right. He also had four catches for 13 yards. Um, he, I mean, he's definitely the guy in the backfield there. It's just, Ty, you were saying this all week long. The reason you're scared on Saquon, Bark- Saquon is what?
1: Their new play caller is none other than Mr. Freddie Kitchens, who's the former head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Does he have a job? <laughs> all they ever did in Cleveland was throw the ball. That's all they ever did. And this past week showed the exact same thing. All they're going to do is throw the ball even more. It was nice to see Galladay get seven targets. I think yeah. that's his most yeah. targets that he's had in a single game all year. Well, Which is crazy. But I will say this. We have been we've been trying to figure out this Kadarius Tony kind like where where is the right value for for Kadarius Tony? Yeah. I think having Freddie Kitchens. Oh, do I go really bold? Do I go really hot? Oh, I would this, love to hear. I'd love one? to
0: hear really hot.
1: I think. At the moment, Kadarius Tony is more of a play than Hor Barkley. Whoa! Oh,
0: you still God. have. <clears throat> I was me. thinking. I
1: was not thinking that hot. Oh, <laughs> <cow. laughs> wow! You still, you still have to play Barkley, right? Yeah. You still have to, no matter what. When you think back to Cleveland. Hmm. Kitchens did not have a gadget guy like Kadarius Tony,
0: Mm-mm.
1: So picture this. A fully healthy receiving core. Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony. Yep. Evan Ingram is your tight end. Saquon is your running back. <clears throat> you want to throw so the many ball?
0: Weapons.
1: So many weapons. You want to throw the ball? Yeah. I, again, this is... <laughs> I'm burning myself with this one, but Kadarius Tony might just have a breakthrough end of the season breakthrough that no one is going to be paying attention to because one, he plays for the giants and no one wants to mess with the giants at this point. I like it.
0: <clears throat> no, you know, but I, it's, I appreciate it. <laughs> I want it to happen. No, I do. I really do. I like Kadarius. Um, On the other side, Jalen Hurts with his worst game so far, uh, both fantasy and NFL-wise. Here here come the Gardner Minshew (laughs) rumors. He had 77 rushing yards and still finished with six points. That's bad. 129 passing yards and three picks, no touchdowns.
1: You Um, know who the leading receiver was for the Eagles? No. It was
0: Kenny Gainwell. He He didn't even have a rush attempt. He had three catches for thirty-two yards. What? I don't understand this team. <laughs> right?
1: I I I swear it's Nick Sirianni trying to outsmart people, and he's and, and he it just ends up just playing himself.
0: Yeah, he's like one of those guys that's like I'm too smart to actually be good. Um <laughs> Jalen Rager and more yards. Devontae Smith, Dallas Skidder had one catch for zero yards. Um, Miles Sanders had 9 rushes for 64 yards. He's kind of banged up in this game. Boston Scott ended up with 15 carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. Um, so that made him relevant. Mm-hmm. Um along with two catches for 8 yards. Yeah. Just overall Jalen Hurts, I mean, when he has a bad game, he hits a really bad game and it hurts. <laughs> 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 and it does. Oh, I didn't mean to do it. But yeah, it it really hurts um Smith and Goddard, like they're they're not even usable when he has a bad game. Yeah, it's just so
1: bad. Well, I mean, they were. I mean, except for a couple of games where Devontae Smith was, you know, he found the the pylon. Mm-hmm. Or both of them were borderline unplayable. Yeah, and it was it was a major major risk starting one or both of them, just because you didn't know which hurts you're gonna get. Yeah. And even on a good game for Hertz, it might not have been those guys. It could have been uh Watkins, it could have been, I don't know, one of the one of the running backs, right? Mm-hmm. Like it could have been anyone, so there was no guarantee with those guys. Yeah, and this just proves that that went. I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't say that everything flows through Hertz, but everything does flow through Hertz.
0: <laughs> yeah. And 100%. if he has a bad
1: game, pretty much everyone else has a bad game.
0: Yeah. Next we got another route. The Pats. The eights and four Pats, the half game out of first place in the AFC Pats won 36 to 13 over the just. I mean, Titans are just destroyed by every injury they can possibly get. It's ridiculous. Yep. Um, Mac Jones back-to-back top 10 fantasy performances 310 and 2 with 11 yards on the ground the backfield sucks now because i mean they're they're just denver they're both so talented you know Ramondre stevenson and damian harris but they split it 50 50 harris had a better week because he scored the touchdown but Mm -hmm. man that sucks you know you just wish that one of them would one of them would have it because one of them had, I mean, you saw Ramondre put up 20 points. He could do that every week if it was just his backfield.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's more, I think like if we put this on a, on a scale yeah, with Denver on one end and I would say like Dallas being on the other end, Okay. Ramondre and Harris are closer to Zeke and Pollard than they are. Oh, you think so? I think so. Just because, I think their their offense is just so much more legitimate. Oh, uh, okay. Than the Broncos. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of this kind of these kind of stat lines between Stevenson and Harris, okay. where one person has three more carries than the other, but the other has the touchdown. Right.
0: Yeah. It's just a matter of who's on the field at at the time, and you got to cross your fingers you have the right guy. Yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers five catches ninety yards. The crazy one here is Kendrick Bourne five catches yards. Did you see his touchdown? Yeah, he like tiptoed for like forty yards and had like guys four guys push on him and he didn't go out of bounds. Uh, and two touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne is a top fifteen wide receiver in the last five weeks. Kendrick Bourne, what do we, what do we make of Sunday. that? What do we make you, of that?
1: I think he he you have to add him to because I mean out of all the receivers. Mac Jones seems to trust Kendrick Bourne more than any of them. Yeah, a hundred percent, and they only play him fifty percent of the time. Right, it makes no sense. Makes zero sense. So I, I will. I you know you have to add him at this point. Yeah, you do. But you also have to realize, I mean, he as someone who has Kendrick Bourne,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I started him last week against the Falcons. He had four targets, caught all four, but he only had like 40 some yards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not terrible, but eight points is not what you're expecting, not what you want, not mm-hmm. desirable. I thought of us starting him again this week. It's like, ah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> sure enough, on my bench, he goes. Yep. Six targets, five catches, 61 yards, and two touchdowns. Man. I can't, I can't give him the like, Unpredictable label just yeah. yet. But like he's getting there. <laughs> he is getting there. <laughs> he's getting there. I say, like, if you're out of the playoffs at this point, go ahead and pick him up. Just throw him in your lineup. Yeah. Ruin someone's week with Kendrick Bourne. I like it. If you not if you keep someone out of the playoffs, oh. Kendrick Bourne goes off for eight and ninety and that would,
0: score. That would be awesome right? Right? <laughs> tweet at us about it, please. Please. <laughs> um, on the other side of the ball, uh, Titans just wanted to prove we haven't changed at all. Uh, <laughs> they lose by 23 and they only throw the ball 21 times and they run it 39 times for 264 yards. Are you kidding me? They're playing Dante Hilliard and Dante Foreman. Yeah. Well, what? Hilliard Hilliard had a 68-yard I, score. I, I, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it was great efficiency other than that, but it's still just like, are you kidding me? Like, they just are running the same I mean, with just scrubs. Yeah. And they're doing it down by 23. Yeah. And he didn't even have 100 yards passing in the game. Yeah. I mean, granted, his best guy – could throw to is Nikhil Westbrook, but um, uh, Westbrook, I give me. Oh my bad, um,
1: Westbrook. I think. Did you just merge like two K like Mister
0: Pelicans? I did. A hundred percent because that's wrong. But it's just, is Hillard a guy you add?
1: No, no. You don't think I, I still think Foreman is the guy to to have, but I wouldn't trust either of them. For me, I have Foreman, but that's just because I'm desperate.
0: Yeah. That's it. That makes sense. All right. We'll fly through these last games because we're taking a little (laughs) sweet old time. Uh, Next, we got Falcons Jags um, in this game. Patterson's really good. He's really Uh, good. Gage is giving you just enough to want to throw him in your lineup uh, just for him to give you a goose egg. Yeah. Well, it seems like it, it, I mean, out of the past two weeks. Mm. If it's not Pitts, it's Gage. And if yep. it's not Gage, it's Pitts. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, leading receiver, Laquan Treadwell. For former
1: Falcon, Pets. former
0: Viking. Former first-round pick. Um, <laughs> first-round pick. <laughs> uh, James Robinson has been quiet, but he's still 17 rushes for 86 yards, every five yards a carry. I mean, you really can't ask much more of him. It's, I just I just wish they would commit, commit to him a little bit more. Yes. I, I 100% agree. Um, give them the ball down or in the red zone, but they just kind of refuse to give him touchdowns. Uh the question I have for you is are you taking Friarmouth or Pitts rest of the season? Oh Who are oh. you going with as the best rookie tight end?
1: Oh uh, no. Uh, they are um... six
0: points apart right now, fantasy wise. Pitts leading by six points.
1: Here's the Falcons schedule coming up. you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have a. They play Tampa this week. They play. There it is. Yep. <laughs> Tampa. Yep. Which Tampa secondary is slowly coming back. Mm-hmm. People need to need to get off the like, well, they have no depth in the secondary. It's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then they play the Panthers. With Stefan Gilmore. Then they play the Niners. Lions, Bills, Saints. Mm-hmm. That is
0: tough. That's very tough.
1: And for that reason only,
0: I'm going Friar Muth. <laughs> I I agree. I mean, Pitts is – he's not getting Ridley back. No. Probably not. I mean, I would be shocked if he comes back. At this um, point. At this point, right. They're they're bad. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, and Friar Muth just – Ebron just went off for the season. So, I mean yeah. – Situations looking good for one, not looking good for the other. Right. All right. Let's move on to the probably the most exciting game of the for sure the morning. Um, Tampa Bay and the Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has proved that he is in the Derrick Henry category, where even if he's playing the best of the best run defenses, you don't even have to temper your expectations for him. Can I make
1: a bold take that Jonathan Taylor will be the first overall pick next year in fantasy drafts? I don't even know
0: if that's bold anymore, you know? I mean, he's just yeah. been so on fire. Well, because he's he's Derek Henry that. with receiving. Oh, 100%. He is. I mean, we were so worried about Naeem Hines at the beginning of the season, and I feel so stupid now. <laughs> I mean, because we're just like, was like, he should be the number one. Like, he should be the number one in that backfield. There should be no competition. But Hines just continued to eat into it. And Heinz mm-hmm. is just an afterthought now. Because yeah, because if you're the Colts, why wouldn't you give it to Taylor? Taylor can score right. on every play. Heinz right. does not have that ability. Heinz can get you 10 yards on every play, but Taylor mm-hmm. can score from anywhere on the field in any situation. Um and the Colts, I don't know if you did you watch this game? Uh I was fl- I mainly watched the Patriots Titans, okay. but I did occasionally flip to the so I game. watched this game and like I mean went through the ball forty four times. And the run didn't work, like, on their first two drives, and so they kind of went away from it. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, the second half, they're like, hey, we have Jonathan Taylor. We should run the ball. And he's just ripping off seven-yard runs, six-yard runs, seven-yard – I mean, against this Tampa Bay defense who's been awesome. Yep. And he puts up 83 yards and a touchdown with four catches for 14 yards. You know, I mean, he still puts up 20 points in PPR. He's yeah. just crazy. I mean, everyone, everyone benefits from Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh Wentz had a pretty decent game. 306 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Um uh Pittman was the only one that you're really excited about, but he kind of disappointed Jack. It was the Jack Doyle week. Jack Doyle Um, (laughs) just showing up. On the other side of the ball, you were upset by Brady. I mean, they put up 38 points, and the man has 10 fantasy points. Like uh, what, but that's because they had four rushing touchdowns, including three to four net 100 yards rushing. Um, he also caught one in the air and had seven catches for 31 yards. Um, this is going, like awesome Eckler type game last week. Yes, 100 <laughs> going into this week. We were so excited about Evans Godwin. I had Godwin in my DFS lineup, I was so ready for I had both, uh, and because it's a bad passing defense, I mean, mm-hmm. they're looking ready to in It was the Gronk show, seven catches, 123 yards. And then they both had four points. Godwin had that early fumble and just never came back from it. Well, I think that's more Arians than Godwin. Oh, oh yeah, no, 100%. I mean, he he looked like he was kind of schemed out from there on. Um, Lucas's game of the week was next, the Jets and Texans. um, If you watch this game, you're sorry you're either a jets fan texans fan or you're just so bored um like i would rather rather do dishes than watch this game um (laughs) tevin coleman's the guy without michael carter that became evident 16 (laughs) carries 67 yards um i shouldn't even say the guy he's he just gets more carries um (laughs) wilson did not look good nope and that screws up Elijah Moore. Like we were so excited about Elijah Moore, and now he can't be. You were, I mean, you were borderline. I mean, I,
1: I should say this: Corey Davis and and Zach Wilson works together,
0: but yeah. Zach Wilson just does not look no good at all. Yeah, and I, I gotta, I feel, I feel bad for him because I mean, you're you're playing on the Jets first of all, so you you have zero chance. And then, I mean, Mike White did not look good in the last game he played in, but that first game, just because he looks so good, nobody's going to, you're not anybody's favorite anymore. You know, like at first you're kind of hailed as the savior in New York, and now it's just like, we've given up on you. And Well, you... It, just, it, it just feels like they gave him the entire playbook. Mm-hmm.
1: And I can't really do that. No. <laughs> when you need Zach Wilson to be the guy, you need mm-hmm. to take baby steps. And they just threw him into a 100-meter
0: sprint and just said, here you go, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, on the Tech, I mean, Jets did end up winning this game, but on the uh, Texans' side, how did they even win? I don't even know. Did they have a defensive touchdown? They must have. Yeah, they had to have hit. Had... Looks um, like they had a QB. Sneak. Who is this guy? I don't know. I Austin just, uh... Walter. Nine, nine carries, 30 yards, and a touchdown. So maybe it's maybe he's the guy. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> They're going to be a committee, so I just stay away. Stay away on the other side. The only relevant guy is Brandon Cooks. He I mean, will continue to be relevant, huh? I mean, I was, were you, were you asking, or did you say no? That?
1: No, 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 he's the only guy that Tyrod has to yes. throw to, or can throw to, so yeah. he has, to, he will be relevant,
0: yeah. I mean he had three catches, 45 yards, and touch you're not happy about that per se, but you're not upset. I mean, 13 points is it's kind of what you're gonna get, you know. Yep. Uh next game. I just I have no idea what to think about these chargers. I, I have oh zero. dude, what is going on in LA? I mean, they, they look good and then they suck, and then they look good, and then they suck, and you're just like 13 to 20 loss to the Broncos. Herbert 303, two and two. Eckler 21, 21 for 31. Comes off one great week and then is all of a sudden like, yeah, I don't want to play this week. Um Mike Evans or Mike Williams, another seven targets for four catches and 39 yards. Uh, Ke- uh Eckler, of course. I mean, through the air, though. He's he's always relevant. He gets you 18 mm-hmm. points through the air. Um, and then Keenan Allen, another seven catches, 85 yards. I mean, he's that's gonna be his floor for the rest of the season. Him and Deontay are gonna be the same. I just mm-hmm. think he has a higher ceiling than Deonta. Yeah. Uh, Broncos Bridgewater got hurt, something to monitor, but then he came back in. Yeah, (laughs) um, we kind of I think we said at the beginning of the show, I think all three Broncos wide receivers might be droppable. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not starting any of the three. No, never, there's there's not a chance. I mean, not a chance. Maybe you get lucky one out of every five weeks that they have a good week and you can start them. That's about it. Mm-hmm. um Javante we're hoping he takes over because this split that they got is just disgusting like if even if it was just Melvin Gordon I'd be happier you know because mm-hmm. he would be really relevant in fantasy yeah but th- this split sucks mm-hmm. and the fact that Javante Williams this week they scored 28 points and he was their leading receiver <laughs> tied for the lead in receptions and had 31 yards more doubled the yardage of the next closest guy what What is this offense? I
1: don't know. That's the question
0: we're all asking. Yep. Uh, Next is the game that went exactly like I predicted, the Vikings-San Francisco versus San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Vikings started to give a little hope, and then they kind of took it away and were um, bad at the end of the game. Um, Vikings, the was really, really good.
1: Um, They got shut
0: out the second half. Yeah. I know everything
1: came in the first half, and then he got shut out. The yep. Second, half.
0: uh, Cook was relevant just because of uh passing game work, yeah, uh, just good to see. Yes, Very it was good. about time he got that amount of work in the receiving yes. game, and then and then he gets hurt. and just, I mean, it's because the guard just got destroyed. Uh, Jefferson, I mean, again, 83 yards, he only had four catches. Um. I just I don't get it. He's a guy they have they have won in all five games that he's had over seven catches. So maybe you should throw the ball to him more. I don't know. Um, just a just a you know
1: random thought. What if we threw the ball to Justin Jefferson more
0: often? I, some genius might have said that. Um, on the other side, Elijah Mitchell. It's time to talk about Elijah Mitchell. Uh, I mean, the dude is he's in a team where they want to run the ball. These next two weeks, he's gonna be awesome because Debo's not gonna be running the ball at all. I mean, Debo, how can Debo Samuel riddle me this? Debo Samuel has one catch for 12 yards, and he still puts up 24 fan 25 fantasy points. What?
1: I think he, I think he, I think, uh, Shanahan realizes that without uh, Mostert, yeah, he has no speed in his backfield. No, he does. Elijah doesn't. Mitchell is not a receiving back,
0: no, but he, he still, I mean, I guess he had five catches, but um, I, you another relevant week, he only had three catches, but 91 yards he gives you 12 points. That's pretty good yeah. for, I
1: mean, when 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 I say that Mitchell's not a receiving back, speed any, receiver, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean. Any running back can run out, you know, five yards in yes. front of the offensive he's line he's routes.
0: Just, right. He's just going right out there as a
1: safety. Yeah. That's what Mitchell is on when he gets these catches. He's just yep. a safety guy.
0: Yeah. Um, but I just think the reason I think that we got to talk to him, especially in dynasty, is Shanahan now trusts him. I mean, if Shanahan's going to give you the ball, give you 32 touches, he trusts you. And he's, he's a rookie. Yeah, if this was Trey Sermon doing this, would you not say that he is the guy of the future and you should be trying to get him at all costs? See, here's my
1: thing it seems like Shanahan has a year leash on players. Yeah, I mean, yes, Moser got hurt by injury, or you know, he got hit with the injury bug two years in a row. But Shanahan is not afraid to just flip the page on someone, whether they've been good or bad. Yeah. So, like, personally for me, I, I can't convince myself to go get Elijah Mitchell. Okay, for sure. But I also get the dudes are rookie. Yeah. And Shanahan may look at it like, I've got this guy for at least six more years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No need to worry about any other potential replacements or anything like that.
0: Yeah. I just think the thing that
1: they need is just a a, a catching back out of the backfield.
0: Yeah. We were kind of hoping that would be Wilson, but he just has not looked great.
1: Which is the weirdest thing because when Moser went down last year and it was yeah. Wilson's backfield, he showed that he was capable of it. Yeah.
0: And now he just doesn't look like it. Right. Interesting. Um, we'll go to that uh next uh our next game, Packers and Rams. Uh this any final score I feel like makes this game look better than it was. Yeah. Um, Packers routed them. Uh we'll start with the Rams. Stafford ended up with a decent fantasy week three oh two for three and one interception. Henderson was banged up in this game. Sony Michelle might be a sneaky ad because uh, Henderson, I don't think, is going to be one of those guys that's ruled out till the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be able to get him later in the week. Uh, in the passing game, though, very even distribution of the ball. Cup 10 targets, Beckham 10 targets, Van Jefferson 9 targets. Um, Odell Odell and Van Jefferson both score touchdown longer passes, but. Yeah. You know, it it kind of gets you excited because Cup, I mean, Cup 10 score touchdowns, so scores, gets you 16.6 points. You know, like th- that is his floor. Yep. And his ceiling is the 37 point weeks. But it, it's it got to get you excited if you have Van Jefferson or Odell because he's he shown, I mean, they just showed that they're going to, they're going to, tr- oh my goodness, I can to speak right now. They're going to try to pass the ball. They're going to try. Yeah. We knew that, but like they're going to spread it around. They're going to, whoever's open, Stafford's going to throw to you. It doesn't matter who yep. your name is. Like, obviously, cups the first read, but if cups not open, he's not afraid to throw it to Beckham or Van Jefferson. Right. Um, other side of the ball, uh, Devontae, another great week. I uh, can't say much more about that. Cobb was looking really good, and then he got hurt. Uh, yep. Rodgers, decent. Um, the The only big question mark is those running backs, <laughs> A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Uh, I mean, Dillon, five catches, 21 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, 20 rushes for 69 yards. Jones, I understand they're probably just trying to get him back with a bye coming up, but uh, 10 catches for 23 yards or 20 10 rushes for 23 yards. Uh, it's not cutting it. I am hitting I am hitting the full-on panic alarm on Aaron Jones. <laughs> I hit I, that last. I
1: hit it the week I before think, he got hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I've been out for a while. Um, but yeah, it's he's he just A.J. Dillon just looks a lot better. He does. I mean, A.J. Dillon looks really good, and he's just a bruiser too.
1: Which is the weirdest thing because if you look at the trajectory of this Packers offense when LeFleur first came in, everything was based off of the zone run game, mm-hmm. right? And that's when Aaron Jones was the number one running back in fantasy. Yeah. Following year, Rodgers comes back. I guess this is LeFleur's third season. Geez. Mm-hmm. So Rodgers had his MVP season last year, but they still, you know, they still use Aaron Jones effectively. Yeah. Now it seems like this year, it's way more balanced. Mm-hmm. But they're when they're running the ball, it's not the zone runs that we've seen in the past. No. It's
0: the power. Yeah. There. It's just straight power runs right out of the Mill. Right. It is, I, I am run. tougher than you, and I'm going to beat you off the ball. That's. that's I what don't.
1: It, I can't. I. I don't understand why. Yeah. I mean, it's been working. So. It's, right. It's working. So you're not yeah. going to change it. But it, yeah, like again, for every fantasy owner that invested per, pretty much a late first, early second on Aaron yeah. Jones,
0: we deserve an explanation. Oh, so. yeah. No. If you draft Aaron Jones, you're you're upset right now. Um, But, and that also might be Rodgers. You know, they're listening to whatever Rodgers says to try to keep him. Maybe he's saying, I want you to just power it up the middle, soften up the defense. And then just let me throw the ball to Devontae. Um, yeah. Then we have the Sunday night game. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. talk about gross. Lamar Jackson. 165 yards and a touchdown, but four interceptions. And you know who he was targeting on all four interceptions? Mark Andrews. All four were targets to Mark Andrews. Oh. Andrews had 10 targets. He had four of his own catches for six, five yards on a touchdown. And four interceptions went thrown his way. Mm. Uh, I mean, Lamar, of course, added to it on the ground. 17 carries, 68 yards. Um, Marquise Brown, he stays relevant. eight catches 51 yards. Um, Bateman, I, I don't know, man. I keep thinking it's going to be the Bateman breakout game. And it just... There just I mean, has it, so it, many... yeah.
1: It it all it all revolves around Lamar. It does. Whenever Lamar is ready to just kind of break out of his shell, if he does, mm-hmm. then Bateman will have his week. But at the moment, he's kind of just waiting for Lamar to kind of pick up his slack a little. Yeah.
0: Bit. And I mean watching him, Mark Andrews is a safety blanket at all times. Even if he's covered, he's a safety blanket. And he I mean Brown's the number one. So in a team that runs this much, it it just might not happen this year. And I'm starting to kind of accept that. Um yeah. The Browns. I just, I don't know what to think of this game plan. How can you have Nick Chubb and Grave Hunt and they combine for 15 carries and 36 yards rushing? I don't, I don't understand what Stefanski's doing. Like, Lamar had four picks. How do you only score 10 points? Right. I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. The defense (laughs) held them in check.
0: Yeah. I just, but they didn't even try to run. That's what I don't understand. No. No, and there,
1: there, Baker Mayfield was eighteen of thirty-seven. Why
0: is he throwing the ball thirty-seven? Why?
1: And if he, I mean, I get that he is slowly recovering from the multitude of injuries that he has, but take some, take some, you know, share the load a little bit, Stefanski. Right? Like, why are you putting that on Baker? Maybe you're preparing for Baltimore to just stack in the box. But again, like, trust your line. Yeah. They've shown it in the past that they can just bully people. Yeah. Trust them a little bit.
0: Uh, Conklin is their tackle, right? Yeah. He got hurt in this game. So that could be coming back. (laughs) That could be something to watch. Um, Kareem Hunt's back and Conklin out. That might be a little. A little worrisome for Nick Chubb managers. Um, it does kind of play in the favor for Kareem Hunt just yes. as a receiving back, but Nick yep. Chubb, you've got to be really scared. Yeah. And then we finish with the uh, Monday night game. Oh, I mean, Russ is – he rushed back and, and he – He shouldn't have. I mean, he just doesn't look ready to be out there. I was
1: was literally going to say Russell Wilson has now shown that he rushed himself back when he is not ready at all. Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, he ended up with 20 fantasy points, but if you watch the game, there's a reason Gerald Everett had eight targets and it was because Russell Wilson looked scared on every play and just dumped it off to him. Uh, Their, their running game was awful. And the, the one thing I have a real question on is DK Metcalf. Ty, he didn't have a target until the second half, and he only had one catch for 13 yards. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are we thinking on DK Metcalf? Are are we done with him? Like, do you have to try and sell him on the if your trade deadline hasn't passed? Yeah,
1: you have to try to just move him. Because, I mean, DK Metcalf has the name value that not a lot of other receivers have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Maybe D, would you do... Would you do DK in another piece for like Antonio Brown and like
0: Cortland Sutton? I I think I like Antonio Brown rest of the season better. That's where I'm at. I mean, he was averaging 19 points per game when he was healthy. You know Brady's going to look for him. And DK is, I mean, Russell does not look like Russell. He just no. doesn't. He doesn't. And I don't know how long it's going to be until he gets back to it. So, yeah, I I'm scared of D- DK Metcalf. Um, Antonio Gibson, volume is king. Can't volume say it enough. I mean, he had a point in this game where he had like 20 rushes for 60 yards. Uh, he finishes with 29 for 111. Um, does get or does not get in the end zone, but he did add seven catches for 35 yards to it. Um, McKissick stole, stole two of his touchdowns. And then had a real bad injury. Yeah, that was scary. Uh, scary. So hopefully he's better. Um, Might mean more work for Gibson moving forward, but I guess I don't know how much more work you can give him than what they gave him last night. Right. Um, Curtis Samuel's finally back. I still don't think he's relevant for the rest of the fantasy season. Just something to note. Um, It's just too late in the season. Yep. Terry McLaurin, four catches, 51 yards. It's kind of I think that's that's his floor. You know, that's kind of where I think he sits. And then he's gonna have those 25 point weeks when he goes a hundred yards in a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But I just with I just don't think Heineke can sustain a top tier wide receiver.
1: No, well, and, and Logan Thomas coming back too does not help that out at all.
0: No, for sure. All righty. Well, we didn't we're a little over right now. <laughs> just uh, just slightly so just slightly. we will do our fellows approved players you kind of, you heard most of them as we talked you I, you can pick it up on the way we talked so we'll do those and we'll do our buy low on our our next episode uh which will come out on friday but thanks for hanging with us uh we hope you get your guys on those waivers uh yeah. obviously this we'll... is this is where waiver ads make or break the rest yes. of your season yep uh, if your trade deadline's still open, be making those moves, um, especially DK, Sellier yes. Jones. <laughs> yes, we gave you a couple guys to sell. Um, on our TikTok, we're putting out a lot of stuff about that, um, still. So, uh, but with that, uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys. See you guys on Friday, Deuces, Deuces.